G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Okay, so with all you have going on in your life, let me ask you, where exactly is God? I mean, how come sometimes he seems like he's a million miles away? What have I done? What what do I have to do to get close to him again? Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond, and welcome again to A Different Perspective, as we kick off a brand new series of messages called How to Get Close to God. It is great to be with you at the beginning of another fresh week. I'm so excited. I was talking to a man the other day in Africa. Over the last few years, his country's been going through a bloody strife and conflict. So many people, men, women, children, have been killed in this war. And he's been in the army. I can't imagine the atrocities that he's experienced. And he said to me, you know, Bernie, after everything I've been through, I just can't believe that there's a God. And if there is... He certainly isn't interested in the lives of everyday people like you and me. Hmm. It's like that sometimes, isn't it? We look at the circumstances of our lives, our own lives, lives of people right around the globe, and those circumstances, they're so powerful, they're so compelling. We end up wondering, well, where the heck is God? Is he interested in my life, really? If God is God, how can I get close to him? Well, that's the question we'll be exploring this week on the program from a different perspective. If I look back on my life when I was a teenager at school, I had everything, good home, I went to a good school, and later in my high school life, I encountered Jesus, I believed, I had a relationship with him, I committed my life to him. But then, well, then I grew up. And you know what it's like when we're teenagers? We, We have a sense of being idealistic. We're dreamers. Somehow, for me, it was easier to believe in Jesus as a teenager than when I grew up into adulthood. You know, you have the responsibility and the money and the mortgage and the career and the car and stuff. And for me, God was pushed into the back seat. I still believed in God, but I decided to head off in a a different direction. I was grown up, you know, I'd matured. I didn't need that Jesus stuff. The longer I allowed that to go on, And it went on for a long time, a couple of decades. The less real he seemed. Reality is about what we're living in. If we're walking every day with God, if we're walking every day with Christ, we're praying and enjoying our relationship, that's real. But if we're focusing on the here and now, if we're focusing on other things, if we let our senses be filled with the sights and smells and sounds of creation, the creator fades from our view. Now, it's not just a God thing. It happens in every relationship. A husband and wife can get married and and love each other and enjoy each other, but if they begin to focus on a whole bunch of other things that crowds their marriage relationship out, eventually, sadly, as happens in almost half of all cases, that marriage will fail. Because we need to have that relationship as a part of our present reality. Well, it's the same thing with God. We can be focused on a whole bunch of other things and still kind of believe in Jesus, still have that belief somewhere in our heads. 
But the longer we leave it on a shelf, the longer we focus on other things and not on that relationship, the less real it becomes. And of course, because Jesus isn't a physical reality, he's not here in the flesh and blood the way a husband or wife is, then we can get to the point, which is the point that I got to in my life, of thinking, well, does he still exist? Is he around? And, and the crowd has faded from view, then circumstances take a turn for the worse. Maybe we lose our jobs, or there's a broken relationship, or we have money worries, or we just don't have a good sense of our own well-being, whatever it is. And at that point, we go, hang on, where's God? Is he real? Look at my mess. How can he let this happen? Does he really care about me? I think that's something that every person goes through in their lives. In whatever our spiritual journey and spiritual search looks like, God is a million miles away. What happened? Where did he go? Why is it like this? I got to that point after a couple of decades. And then 10 years ago, the best that I could pray when my life was falling apart, the most that I could muster in terms of faith, was God, if you're real, if you're out there, I I need you. Now would be a really good time if you exist. That's all I had. I just didn't know anymore because for so long I've been walking in a different direction. For so long I've been focusing on other things that he wasn't real anymore. He, He was a maybe. That's the most I had. And the question was, what did I have to do get close to God. What do I have to do? What I have to do? What do I have to do is what we keep playing in our heads over and over again. Let me share with you an outrageous statement from a man named Paul, one of the apostles of Jesus Christ. He wrote this 2,000 years ago. And the reason it's so outrageous is Paul was a Pharisee. He was a religious separatist. He, He was so much into religion through works, I can't begin to find the words. And yet, after he met Jesus Christ, this is what he wrote. But now through Jesus, you who were once far off. I wonder if he's talking to anyone today. You who were once far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. He came and proclaimed peace to you who were far off as well as the ones who were near. And through that, we have access through Jesus in one spirit to the Father. You who were once far off. You who once thought God was a million miles away. You who once thought you had to shout through this huge void for him to hear you. In other words, the only thing we have to do is to believe that Jesus died for us. That's what he means by you who were once far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. Because the simple, the simple story that is all the good news we ever need is that all of our failures, all of our wrongs, all of our junk has a price. That price was paid for by Jesus on the cross. That's what the blood thing is all about. Blood was a symbol in the Hebrew culture for life. He paid with his life. He spilled his blood for us to pay for our junk. Now, Christians have heard this stuff so many times, it's passe, it washes over us sometimes. And we end up believing it out our heads But what about believing in this with our hearts? Believing in the fact that Jesus died and rose again to pay for my sins, my wrongs, my junk. To take that deep truth and let it sink in, drink it in, soak it in, so it becomes a part of us. 
There's peace. The separation is over. There's no more distance. That's the promise. We who were once far off are brought near by the blood of Christ. It's time to start living our lives in that outrageous promise. If you won millions in the lottery, would that change the way you lived your life? Well, this is better than winning millions in the lottery. This, this is more than that. This is believing that we are set free for eternal life. The war is over. Peace has been declared. And it may not feel like that, but that's the promise that we can believe in. There's no more gap. Far off becomes near. It's like a marriage covenant, a marriage promise. It's a promise that God will never leave us again. Father, I pray that each one of us would know this promise with our hearts, that we would learn to live in it and to walk in it and to rejoice in it because it is a fact, it is a promise that cannot be changed. But now through Christ, you who were once far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. What a promise. around at other people and come to the conclusion that their lives are so much better than ours. God's doing mighty things in them and through them, but me? Nah, he could never do that with me. (laughs) That's why I'd love to send you a free copy of my latest booklet. It's called How God Could Use a Donkey Like Me. For years, people have been on my back to share more of my journey from being on the verge of taking my own life to where I am now. It's about the mighty things that God can do in our lives. And I've written it with the prayer and the hope that it'll be a powerful encouragement to you of the mighty things that God has planned for your life. You can request your free copy right now. Just stop by at ChristianityWorks.com or give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415 and we'll send it straight out to you in the post. Again, that's ChristianityWorks.com or 1-300-722-415. Hey, thanks so much for joining me. I'm Bernie Diamond, and I'll catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.